PFT Media. Hey there. Hey, it's your buddy Peter. It's 9.47 in the evening on what I think is the 3rd of July. Yeah, it's the 3rd of July. Tomorrow is Independence Day. Be careful out there. Be nice to each other. Probably you're going to be drinking. Don't be a jerk. It's not that important. If you listen in the background, you might hear some weird humming. I, I don't know if it's coming through because I got this big brand new piece of uh, equipment and supposedly it takes out the humming and the stuff in the background. But when I, my headphones, I can hear something. So it's really freaking me out. And here's the reason why we've lost our air conditioner in Rosyland. And uh, uh, we've been, uh, it's so, I'm so conflicted because I know people have real jobs and people have stuff that, that's difficult in their lives. And I'm sure whatever you're doing, it, it's the most difficult thing you're doing and you're listening to me and thank you for that. But earlier this evening, it was 91 degrees in Rosyland and, and that's just uncomfortable at best. So uh, we are doing our best and we're gonna power through and hopefully this sounds okay. And if it doesn't, I'm sorry. In hopefully the next episode or two, it's going to sound better. But anyway, this one is a good one. It's episode 196 and it's with Greg Lentz. And if you're in town, you might know him as DJ BMF. And he's been doing music in town for uh, uh, since I was in my 20s. And he is cool. It starts out a little slow. I think we're kind of feeling each other out. I think we're we're like like I, I I know I am. I can't speak for him, but I'm like you're really cool. And I'm surprised you're sitting on the blue couch. So we're feeling each other out. But at the heart of this thing, it's like just two dudes talking music. And if you like music and you like DJ culture and you like soul and you like hip hop and maybe some films. This is, this is the one for you. Like, dig into this one, because I think it's going to be okay. I think you're going to dig this one. Anyway, got some business. Real quick, um, the Best of Orlando is still going on. It's going on until mid-August or something. Go over to orlandoweekly.com. Go over to uh, Local Color. And do me a favor. Um, vote for us as Best Local Podcast. Got a good conversation. I think we might be one of the Best Local Podcasts. We're pretty good. We talk about local stuff. We talk about Orlando. And I think that might be the criteria, I think, the way I look at it. I don't know. Maybe not. And also, and this one might be more important, go over to the other category, uh, best new thing, and vote uh, dinner good conversation as the best new thing because I think it, it might be the best new thing. I think it's really cool. It's, it's our other podcast. If you haven't listened to it, if this is brand new, it comes out today and you're listening to it too when you should, there's a podcast coming out tomorrow from Dinner Good Conversation. Listen to that. And if you haven't listened to it, go over to dagcpodcast.com and you'll find each and every one of our other podcasts. And we're on Google Play and Instagram. Instagram. We're not on Instagram. We're on Google Play. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on all the other things. And check it out. It's new. It's fun. It's like Scott's a Good Conversation, but it's different. Uh, I think that's it. 200th uh, episode party coming up at the Nook in August. Want you to be there. Prizes, good times, beer, hugs, shenanigans. Uh, plan on being there. I'll be disappointed if you don't come. I think that's it. You guys, I love you. Thank you so much. I, I Seriously, thank you. Thank you for listening. Take care of each other. Wear sunblock. Hydrate. Peace. Have fun. Bye-bye.
Thank you so much for checking out Scotch A Good Conversation. We are located in beautiful Orlando in the Rosieland Studios, and we're like a weekly podcasty afternoon drinking, conversational, get-together, meet-and-greet type thing. Here is what we do. We find interesting people, we invite them in, we crack open a beer, sometimes we have a little bit of scotch, we turn off our cell phones, we turn off our computers, and we talk. We get to know each other. Hopefully, we make friends, we get to know each other, and hopefully it's something that you enjoy also. If you dig this kind of thing, go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com, my website. You can find each and every one of our past hundred and whatever podcast. Uh, if you like the person I'm talking to today, look around. Odds are, if you're local, you're going to know somebody else that I've talked to. And if you're not local, if you dig this person, there's probably somebody who's just as cool, if not cooler, over at the website. So check it out. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Uh, we're on uh, Google Play. We're on a bunch of stuff. Just look around. If there's a podcast app out there, we are probably there. If you want to get involved, if you want to be part of the podcast, if you want to be part of the conversation, if you'd like to be a sponsor, especially if you'd like to be a sponsor, call 407-446-4955. I just realized you can text that also. So that's kind of cool. You can text us if talking on the phone is not your thing, if you don't want to hear your voice on the podcast, or you can email us. Conversation at gmail.com. We've got a Patreon. I'd love for you to go look for it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Conversation. Give a buck or two. It helps us out. Any money I make over there is going to go right back into the podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook. Facebook group. That's the place. That's where you want to get involved. It's called uh, Good Conversationalist. Join it. Uh, we have literal uh, like online Facebook conversations. And if anything else, if there's any other reason for you to join, I give stuff away. I give away gift cards and and uh, movie passes and concert tickets and stuff like that. So join Scotch and Good Conversations. Got a brand new podcast in addition to this because I'm not busy enough. Dinner and Good Conversation. It's kind of like this, but it's not like this at all. It, it's myself and my wife, which is kind of cool because she's cooler and smarter than I am. And we invite two po- people in and have dinner and we talk on the microphones with our mouths full of food. Sounds like a dumb idea. So far, it's been working pretty well. I dig it. I think you're going to dig it. Just uh, Google Dinner and Good Conversation Podcast. You'll find it everywhere. And uh, subscribe and leave a review. That'd be great. Couldn't do any of this without the help of some amazing sponsors. I would love for you to use this sponsor right here. La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's Cheese Shop, has some super exciting news. They're expanding. They're opening a second location over in the North Quarter District. It's going to be a little while and they're going to build this thing, so don't get too excited. But here's what you do. Follow them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Twitter so you can find out about what's going on. They're going to have more leg room. They're going to have bigger coolers. They're going to have a bigger kitchen, more countertops. Basically, they're going to have more of what you love. They're going to have more cheese. But they are not closing their original location. Of course, they're going to stay in the East End market. You love that shop. They love that shop. I love that shop. Go visit that shop in the meantime. East End Market, 3201 Kareen Drive for everything cheese that you need in your life. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And I couldn't do this without somebody to talk to. Greg Lentz. That's it. Thank you for coming in. Uh, you said you'd okay. listened a little bit. Uh, these are three things that I know about you. Uh, and probably the reason you're here, other than you seem very charming so far, and I like your shirt, uh, is uh, you, uh, you're a mover and shaker in this town. You've been for a little while. You're, you're a bit of a DJ. 
I am. <laughs> am I selling it short? Yeah. <laughs> I might have a career in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, you're, you're very good at what you do, dude. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a DJ in the purest form where I like playing records mm-hmm. or I, you know, I, I know about the technology. I use it sometimes to my advantage. But, yeah. um, you know, I like records. I like collecting records. I like collecting music videos is uh, something I've got into more often. That's going to take up more, some hard drive, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I've had to upgrade a couple <laughs> times. But I've been obsessed with now, you know, I, I have the record. Then I got a little obsessed with finding the seven inch version okay. of I, all my collection. How many 45s you got? I probably have, I don't, I probably have probably 3000. Okay. 45s. And it's uh, when I started um, doing, I started doing a 45 night mm-hmm. about five years ago. At, Over at little Indies used to be a sponsor. Indies. We love them. Yep. Um, and uh, I had, you know, probably close to a thousand. So it's, it's tripled. Yeah, and, and working at a record store also, when when yeah that that's that's come in that when I I was telling you before I got here uh, I I in a different life was a DJ not a quarter of the talent you were I mean I could mix a little and scratch a little I could talk in the mic that was my charm yeah and doing what I was I was doing high school parties and dances and bar mitzvahs and yeah. weddings and stuff like that I mean I, yeah you're looking at me with disdain in your eyes no, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I'm honestly I'm not great at those things those are you know that's a whole nother animal I, I don't that was my I bread like, and butter, and I made yeah, money at it. Man. Yeah, I, and if you're yeah. great on the mic, that's really I, what, what I I could keep a crowd moving. And a yeah. wedding crowd is the most finicky, annoying oh, crowd yeah. in the entire world. Oh yeah, yeah. You ever do it? You have you ever done a wedding? I've done several weddings, but for I your always, friends, for cool people. Yeah, I always yeah. filter them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I when they ask me, I'm like, well, what kind of music do you want? Uh-huh. Do you want, you know, what kind of DJ do you want? Do you want someone to enter, you know? host games and talk a lot because i'm not that guy yeah play music? I, I don't have hula hoops and inflatable guitars yeah there's yeah. a thousand other people that can do that well <laughs> so I, I you know i'm like if you just want good music you know, yeah you just want a I'm cool a wedding you but can yeah, have me I've, in I've, it's usually for musicians or people you know you know yeah cool people, cool people. I, yeah i did the um the owner of black bean deli okay that's and, cool people. andy's wedding um yeah and, and otherwise it's just been musicians you know i had um, and this is this is kind of old school. I had Kitty Bat. Oh, okay. I had Mikey. Yeah. The, the retired Kitty Bat. Uh huh. I had Mikey DJ, I, and That's I don't cool. know that he did a lot of weddings, but he I called yeah. it a favor because I've known Mikey. I, I met Mikey DJing. I was uh-huh. DJing one of his high school things when he was in high school. Wow. And he came through and started looking through my uh, my record crates, and I had a bunch yeah. of old punk rock records up in the back for no apparent reason. Uh huh. And he's like, "Oh my God, this! Play this!" And I was like, "I can't play this. this is high school dance, dude." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we we got to know each other. I saw him jogging this morning. I, I yeah, love yeah. me some Mikey Cortez. Yeah, I, yeah. There, there's there's nothing not to like about him. Yeah. And he lives and breathes music in every form, and he's just an encyclopedia of not only dance music and soul and hip hop, but like punk rock and everything else in between. Yeah. And a talented musician, also. I, yeah, totally. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, I was there when he started. His- his DJ career. Yeah. And then when, you know, he retired. Just Wait, did to you do spin at Cleo's? Did I see that or am yes. I imagining that? Yes. Yeah. Because he was at Cleo's for a little while. It, yeah. It was Mikey on was Friday nights and uh-huh. Saturday nights for years and years. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, anyway, so I interrupted, uh, you, you've done some, you've done, uh, some weddings and that's terrible. And, uh, <laughs> don't, 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 don't ask Greg to do I've your had, weddings. Y- yeah. You, you, <laughs> you have to, you have to pass a few, uh, yeah, cr- hurdles. You, you ever done you, a dry wedding? 
Like no, no liquor. No, don't ever do a dry wedding, that dude. That doesn't sound. No, it's 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 like horrible. It, it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> like it, it, there, there's, it's the most unfun thing you can ever do. Yeah. It's like DJing a funeral, uh-huh. but not as much. <laughs> not as <laughs> not as not, not as like weirdly funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and at Lundy's, these, you you spin forty fives, right? You don't you don't spin any twelve inches. Um, I'll do it sometimes. Okay. And I, I did the forty fives for for five years there. And then the music video thing has has kind of can you mix taken videos? Over. I can. I the way and it the technology has just happened in the last few years yeah, where yeah. I can still bring out my turntables and mix like I do vinyl and have vinyl controllers. So you're BPMing and, videos. Yeah. Oh, you're out of your mind. Tra- <laughs> transitioning. You, I've been doing. I've been DJing almost thirty years. Yeah, so yeah. I have to make it interesting. Yeah, keep yourself occupied. Yeah. Um. So, you know, now I'm trying to find videos and making music edits myself. But yeah, it's mixing them is a whole other thing too. Because then there's different transitions you can do, but mm-hmm. you can do it all with the crossfader. Oh, that's insane. And turntables. Well, I mean, the last time I DJed, it was a Newmark board. Mm-hmm. There was no laptops last time I DJed. Right. So that 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 says something about how old I am. <laughs> I'm gonna die any minute. Um, you you work with some people. You work with Questlove. I've DJed um, before him a few times. Everybody in town seems to have met. Everybody cool in town seems to have met Questlove. Is yeah. he nice? Yeah, he's, he's nice. He's a really um, nice dude. He just um, like if you talk to him like a normal conversation where you're like, hey, how you doing? He's pretty quiet and shy. Yeah. But if you start talking about music, yeah, you know, he's a, he, he did read his book. Light up. Did you read his book? I didn't read Do it. Do you want to borrow it? I got it. Uh, sure. I'm, I'm you, can, gonna, you can have I'm it. Like I, it. I like giving away books and I mean, I don't know if you read, if you, you know, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a really, and it, you're a music guy. Yeah. It, it's one of my favorite books I've read. Well, it's one of the only Wait, books I've read also. He's read, which book is? Um, uh, More Meta Blues. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I remind me. I mean, uh, if, if we forget, I'll, I'll get it to you somehow. Uh, it's, it's very good. You'll like it. You, you do it with Mad Lib? Yep. We also, Mad that's Lib. really cool. Yeah, we we had we, I did the fat and jazzy night as mm-hmm. as we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did it for seventeen years, so we got lucky and could score these touring acts. I wasn't and, even aware he DJs. came to town at any point. He did. He came with like a Stone's Throw tour, and it was yeah. it was Mad Lib, Peanut Butter Wolf. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> and it was when when the Winter Music Conference was in Miami was a big thing too. Yeah. So they had the entire Stone's Throw, you know, all crew, of the social at the time. We're all at the social metaphor, um, the loop pack, which yeah, is yeah. Mad, Mad Libs hip hop group. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they all, it was supposed to just be Peanut Butter Wolf and Mad Lib, but they end up all jumping just on Just hanging stage. out and you're up and there like a yeah. small giddy child. Yep. And yeah. Mad Lib, who <laughs> um, apparently doesn't get, didn't get on the mic much at that, that point, got on the mic and started rocking and, you know. Was... You know, of all the nights I don't go downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Herbie Hancock. I opened for Herbie Hancock. That's at, insane. At House of Blues. It was what, when they did the Headhunters tour in the late '90s. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Did he talk to him? Is he? No, he's see, a wizard, or is he not? You're not allowed in that end of the building. <laughs> when I would do the House of Blues shows, I yeah, I would be at for that particular show. I was like DJing from the soundboard. Or okay. Something. Yeah, yeah. So I never even crossed paths with them. Good place to see um, a concert, though. Yeah. Yeah. Not and, a bad not a place. Yeah, to stand. yeah. And then um, at that. Same venue, um, I don't know if you know Swanberger, mm-hmm. MC. I used to DJ for him. We opened for Run DMC 
when Jam Master Jay was still That's alive. Not, why is that on, on, <laughs> why is that on, on your thing, dude? Oh, I, I'm not sure. What, it's on one of them. Okay, well, I, sure I didn't do that much research. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. My, my research they, team is, is honestly, it would it's just be now. It would be a, a big list. I'm really fortunate that. What was your you favorite? Know, the one you're most awestruck by? I mean, Run DMC is probably up there. Well, the Run DMC, unfortunately, I had to go to it. I we opened for them, and I had to go DJ somewhere else afterwards. Never so DJ need, after Run DMC. You could have canceled. I, your your I people would have understood. I must have had bills that week. Or you something. got a good work ethic, dude. Oh uh, no. Okay, that's one of the. I I never would do that again. <laughs> but um, that's what happens. Um, but out of all the 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 shows that I opened up, the the one that always stands out Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. That's cool. Yeah. Because I, her, like seeing her live was, it was here, right? Force of nature. Yeah. We, three, three times we brought him here. Um, there was a time when her first album was out and no one knew who she mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there's a band from New York. That's a, you know, like a 10 piece band and they just want to play yeah, somewhere yeah, in Orlando and yeah. get some exposure. So I'm assuming you've seen Charles Bradley. Yep. Yeah. We, we brought him to the. He. I opened for him as well at the social. I was but, at that show. I must have totally missed you. I must have yeah, came in right before. I, yeah, and the, and when it's a big band, they'll hide the DJ somewhere in the okay, venue. Okay, here in the back. Usually, yeah, yeah, usually by the sound booth or. We traveled to like uh, uh, not Asheville, Athens to see Charles Bradley when that first yeah. record came out. So I got to see him twice before he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Amazing. He, he really was the screaming eagle of soul. Yeah. Uh, the last thing about your DJ career, you ordered forty-five adapters from Australia. In your mind. <laughs> what was it? So, what does an Australian forty-five adapter cost you? Uh, I'm assuming it's weighted perfectly and beautiful yeah, and, and a work of art. Yeah, it is. Um, there's this one guy that makes them, and now people are starting to import them. The, the turntable labs and the, those mm-hmm. companies like that are bringing them in. But um, just the perfect little forty-five adapter that holds the record down, so it's kind of a part weight. A little spindle. Part, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's got rubber around the side, so you can scratch on them. Oh, see, I never but, thought about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, it, I was just looking for the best one and all the DJs worldwide that I look up to had said, this guy in Australia is making them. You should make some, dude. Yeah. I need to learn how to <laughs> sculpt metal. <laughs> you got time? No. Um, go down to factor and, uh, thing number two, I know about you. Uh, and speaking of 45s, the very first 45 you were bought was, uh, emotional rescue by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What, I what? bought it when it came out. Yeah, so that was at 78, yep. 77, 78. I think it's, it's 78, right? Um, no, I, I thought it was 80. Oh, so you, I, I thought it was 1980. You, but you I might bought be, it. I, yeah. might be I think you're right. That sounds about right, because it's the year my brother graduated from high school. Yeah, and it was, I know it, I used to uh, shop at in Winter Park when they had a mall there, mm-hmm. and they had you know, Cam, Cam, Camelot music. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the chain. You were shopping at yep. the chain. Yeah. yeah. They, you know... When I started buying records, there were the indie stores were were mostly punk, yeah, and alternative, yeah. So I would have to go to a chain to buy the the hip hop records. I mean, and I, and I wasn't in town. I mean, there there had to be one or two, but the only one that I can think of was probably East West. Was that were they around nineteen eighty? Yeah, the one in uh, the one in Winter Park was. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I I've shopped wherever I could find things, I, I, and you still have that forty five, right? I do, and it's still clean and sounds good. Good for you. <laughs> Your girlfriend never touched I, it. <laughs> no, my kids didn't touch it through there. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe they were scared by the little little mouth logo on it. Yeah, yeah. No one wanted to touch it. You ever play it? 
I do sometimes. I'll, yeah. bring, I'll put it in my crate. That's got to be really kind of fun. And, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been, a lot of DJs didn't take care of their records. Yeah. They would just throw them around. But I've always, you know. That's your buddy's name, Q-Burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, your mom and dad around? Yeah. Have they, have they seen you spin? I'm assuming they've seen you spin. Um, yeah, but uh, my mom has a few times when she can stay awake. Yeah. She's an old, <laughs> she's an old school winter parker. And, yeah. Um, you know, my dad, I don't think he's ever seen me spin. He's a, he's an investment banker. And Who's, uh, who, who got your first pair of turntables? Did they, were they involved? That, or did you ride bikes? No, there was, this was me news? in college in New York. Okay. So you were kind of late on this. Yeah. Yes. And it was 89, 90. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I started doing stuff at the college radio station in New York at Pace University. And I wanted, you know, turn, I would have friends in the dorm yeah. that had turntables and I would, you know, I was buying records and using their turntables, but I went to Manhattan. I went oh, 14th yeah. street and started negotiating. <laughs> you, you were down in it, man. Yeah. <laughs> went on the train, had people staring at my boxes with the technique 1200 logo on it. I, I was had like, a, I my, was like, I hope I don't get robbed on the way. My, my first pair was a SLB. I think it were two hundreds. They were a belt drive uh-huh. and I had a realistic mixing board and yep. I made so much money. Off, like, well, I mean, at $75 a pop, I was DJing things yeah. at that point And I moved up make a little bit more money. Yeah. Than and I, I did have a couple, you know, belt drives. I got at thrift stores. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could, you could buy and, turntables at, th- at thrift stores and yeah. pawn shops and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, there was one that, um, I, and I did my first few parties with that. You had to kind of wind up <laughs> to get going. <laughs> and, you know, luckily it didn't like, sometimes if you held it for too long, the belt would like pop. Well, just or, like it would speed up and just sound ridiculous. You got a pair of 1200s like now. I do. Uh, it, does your queuing light work? And it goes once in a while. I have, I have a guy that replaces them. Okay, because I, 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 back when I, again, back in the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't know a DJ who any of their queuing lights worked. <laughs> and I had one of my turntables, the queuing light worked yeah. still. And it was like everybody was waiting. All my DJ friends were waiting as if that was a sign from God that we should all stop and go on to some other career. Yeah. And the, once your light goes out, <laughs> that's what happened is I, I, is I stopped being it, it turned into something i didn't want to do anymore yeah like horrible people who don't like music and want to not have a good time ruin yeah. it for me uh and the third thing i know about you is you met samuel jackson uh that's not true i, oh. I met i went to you had uh, a picture taken with samuel jackson it was madame Toussaint. <laughs> no that's not that's not, not samuel jackson <laughs> God was, damn, my research team stinks. Really? Yeah. Yep. That's a really good fake Samuel yeah, Jackson. Yeah, they're, they're legit wax. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, if you look further, there's a Puff Daddy one and a, you know. I just thought they were all in the same room together. No, yeah. no. I, 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 Wow. Really? Yeah. You should have went with a lie. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Always go with I the lie. lie. <laughs> wow. So, Very rarely. Okay, good. I met Samuel Jackson. Okay, yes. Yeah, you're, you're best friends, right? Yep. Best I friends got, with, I got the. He, uh, he's in the phone. Can you the, get him? Can you get him on? Oh, you do case. have. You do have the cell phone case. <laughs> is he like a hero or something? I mean, he's cool. Um, he is just for you know just the way attitude. He curses, the art of cursing. Yeah, yeah. He's, and that's that's where my my DJ name. You know, obviously DJ BMF. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that's, and I didn't want to be cliche and ask what it means. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't because it's a clean head. podcast. Yeah, yeah, you can curse. Yeah, okay. knock yourself yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was also, you know, because the first 
kind of the party I did in college, they put DJ Greg on a flyer. Yeah, that's I said, nice. I never want to see DJ Greg. No, that that's that's not nearly as cool anywhere. So yeah. it be, it became kind of a joke. And I was doing college radio, and we always got in trouble for playing during the day, playing songs that you were not supposed to it. play, not Safe Harbor. So yeah. as a joke, I was like, I'm going to be DJ Bad Motherfucker and just say Bad Mother F and just kind of scare the mm-hmm. the the uh, station manager and yeah. to just thinking we push, were going to push curse. the borders, push yeah. the borders of, of what you and can get away it, with. It it stuck with me now, you know, but uh, you still love it. Love DJing, yeah, or, yeah. The, or my name. No, but well, I love DJing and your name. <laughs> How about we'll go to the name's funny. Yeah, it's it's kind of tongue in cheek. I don't, you know. Are you a bad motherfucker? Um, I I try to be on the turntables. I'm, it, Otherwise, you know, I'm a nice fellow. You think. seem very laid back. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I am. Extremely. You got kids, right? But I do have kids. Have they seen you, DJ? Yeah. Yeah. They have. And they, um, they're, they're cool. They're, you know, we raised two kids that have, you know, unique, amazing taste in music. And, yeah. Well, I think they'd have and, to. I mean, around your house, I imagine there, there's some cool music. Yeah. I mean, my, my wife and I play, you know, we're, we're soul yeah. heads more than anything else in classic hip hop, but. You know, our kids, you know, or he, my son's into electronic, but he's into really uh-huh. more sophisticated side of yeah. electronic music. And my daughter likes Ween and, you know, Jeff Buckley and stuff that I... Yeah, and that Ween's pretty obscure. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's not obscure, but if it's not like it's getting played on the radio or any, yeah. any place else. Yeah. <laughs> you you gotta, gotta be into Ween to be yeah. into Ween. Yeah, and I'm, you know, it makes sense. You raise your kids... You know, they're going to be cool in you. I, I listened to like country music back when I was a kid because because yeah. it was the seventies. It was AM radio. Yeah, we didn't have a FM radio in the house, and yeah. you know, I was listening to, to you know Waylon Jennings and, yeah. and Conway Twitty and stuff like it's I, pop I, music. I grew up here, so it was Southern rock and yeah, and, the, and all that stuff. The, the what where I heard soul music was when we go roller skating, mm-hmm. you know, or. You know, going to play basketball and, yeah. and, and someone bring a boombox with, you know, LL Cool J radio. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Lake Highland. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The prep school? So, the prep school, yeah. Yeah, probably not a lot of cool music over there. In, no. In the, in the, oh. <laughs> no punk scene? Were, like, <laughs> I feel like there would be a punk scene at Lake Highland. There were, were there Man, some secret punks around? Yeah. You, yeah, okay. There are the, um, Brett, who owns Stardust right here, was, yeah. was in my class. And, our, and there's a few other cool people, but... Uh, I love you know, Stardust. Um, yeah, it's, it's part of the reason I moved to this neighborhood. Yeah. 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 Red light, red light, stardust, uh, junior's diner. Uh huh. They were pretty much the reasons. I yeah. That was all that was here. Probably yeah. Yeah. Park Ave was, I think Park Ave was still on, on Park, Park Ave. Ave. Yeah. And when you give them a plug, you work at, the, you know, the fourth thing I know about you, you work at easily one of the best record stores in the state, maybe the nation, my favorite record store in the yeah. world. It, it's great. I, um, basically I'm just the, the used record buyer along with, your friend Mikey. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, Park Avenue has been Orlando staple since as long as I can remember. And I used to go on Park Avenue and, and frequent them and you know, I was looking for something to do during the day and uh, you know Everybody knew you and you seemed yeah. like the logical choice. Yeah. So yeah. Sandy's like, you know, come buy records for us. So yeah. Now I look at used record collections every day and uh, uh these are three things. Real quick, don't overthink this. Don't, this is top of your head right now, and, I, and I'm interested in this. Top three bands, singers, songwriters, or musical performers in your life right now. Go. Stevie Wonder. Okay, solid. Prince. Okay. Um, Tribe Called Quest. Oh, 
Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, People's Introspective Travels the day it came out. It might be the coolest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's when I worked in the record store. So I, was, yeah. I, I built, do you ever read Billboard magazine? Is that still a it's, thing? I don't think apart from online. I haven't seen a physical The big, copy. heavy, giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. used to read them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would religiously read billboard and reviews on stuff and yeah. I, I read a review on that it was like i must have this it yes. sounds amazing yeah and it changed yep. it changed my landscape yeah me too as far as like music because i was not into hip-hop or rap i, mean, I don't think it was called hip-hop by where i was at that point it was just rap yeah. um so good for you yeah have you seen them did you get a chance to see them before i only saw five. Oh, that's kind of cool yeah. yeah yeah and i were you know that's one thing like the run dmc i've i've there's some shows that I regret not hanging out and seeing. I, I regret not going to see Tribe when they were at House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. I worked instead. Um, <sighs> Bad decision. But, yeah, now now I'm totally different. Now I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm like anytime if I get to see someone that's on my list. What's the furthest you've traveled for a show? Um, Probably see Stevie Wonder in Atlanta. I just, you know, I haven't flown anywhere, but yeah. we, we drove up when he did the um, the songs in the Key of Life or, that's kind of cool i got to see james brown nice and i i got to see james brown when i was in high school this is a was a weird show and i was with brett who owned the stardust guy mm -hmm. um they had like a jazz festival in on lee road at the the um, horse track really to do a jazz festival in the, <laughs> why aren't we not doing this the, now <laughs> in the late 80s and james brown headline in the summer of in florida uh yeah. Uh, with and this entire band had polyester suits. I know. Yeah. Um, and it was you know. I saw them in South Florida in about '92, I think. And there, at one point, there must have been 20 people on stage. Yeah. Uh, you said you read you read top three books. Quick go. I'll I'll say three Stephen King books because I used to read those every time. Um, Salem's Lot and, okay. and Pet Cemetery and The Shining. There, boom. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> all you got to do is lie. I don't care. Uh, uh, and, and top three films. And then we get on to the meat of this thing. Um, the Godfather. Okay. Um, Never seen it. Um, what other movies? Uh, uh, Buckaroo Banzai is a favorite. I haven't thought of that film in a million years. Do you think it, you, have you, what's the last time you watched that? Um, maybe a year ago. Yeah. I still enjoy it. Does it hold up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me think what else. I see. I'm, I'm slow on my feet. Yeah, when when it comes you... to records, I'm quick. Yeah, you can do it. Um, let's see. Breaking. <laughs> I don't, it's been a minute since that. When's the last time you watched that? Now I've watched it. I'll play the, the movie while yeah, I'm yeah, DJing I, sometimes. Yeah. So take away the dialogue mm -hmm. and it's a great visual yeah. film. Um, last time I watched it, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I still, I'll, all three of those movies I still will watch. I think I saw it at a drive-in. Uh-huh. And by I think I saw it at a drive-in, it was the 80s. I was in high school. Was it a, a drive-in? They ran the uh, double feature with that and Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. I, I know I didn't see that. So <laughs> uh, it, it probably either, A, I was there with friends. I, I kind of vaguely remember seeing it at a drive-in. Maybe, maybe this yeah. is, you get like... The older you get, things more seem like shadows, and you don't know if you act, these things happen. Yeah, or, yeah. I, I think I saw, but I don't. I don't think I've ever seen the whole film. Yeah, I, I know I had a vinyl copy that was in good condition yeah. of the soundtrack for a while, and I sold it when I purged everything. Uh, at, at that point, like nothing spoke to me. Nothing really spoke to me until License to Ill came out. Yeah, as far as hip hop came. Yeah, 
And to me, that that was a, a complete game changer. But I didn't really pay attention. Paul's it Boutique was around the same time. Yeah, but Paul's was, Boutique came out. That was another game changer. And then uh, three three feet high and rising came out, mm-hmm. and People's Introspective Travels came out, and yeah. those things changed my worldview as far as that type of music, which yeah. actually got me into jazz and soul. And, and yeah, I grew up. I, I was an eighties new wave ish. Yeah punk rockish. Yeah. I was the, you know, I, I grew up and I was the, you know, one guy at the prep school or, you know, one out of five or something that they were listening to rap back then. Yeah. yeah. Now it's probably the opposite. Everyone's listening to what, whatever hip hop is now. And there's, there's a smaller percentage of the people listening to what is hip hop now. I have no idea. I don't know. It's, 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 <laughs> you know, the, the mumble rap and, and trap beats have taken over and, you know, there, there's, I think I keep hoping we're at the towards the end of that, and there, you know, there does seem to be some artists that are are more artistic. Yeah, and like uh, Anderson Pack and Kendrick Lamar, like the Anderson Pack albums, like a, his new album is a soul album essentially. That's cool. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I, I'm familiar with the name. Like, yeah, I, and yeah. he's working with Q-Tip, so it's a Tribe Called Quest kind of. Evil. My wife would leave me for Q-Tip. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure of it. I, I, and I, I don't, I can't see as I blame him. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a cool dude. He's very smooth. I th- and yeah. I, when I met my wife and we're, you know, we're going on 25 years. Good for you. She was wearing a tribe called quest shirt. And I oh, was that's like, yeah. I was like, huh? That, that's marriage material. If you, you know, back in, in, you know, one of uh, my last three. real girlfriend before my wife, the reason, one of the main reasons I went out with her is on our first day, I was listening to Paul's Boutique and she knew all the lyrics and we started going back and forth. <laughs> and uh, Music like, is a big thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's one thing we can't, you know, we can't argue about. We I, I, love- it, this is a horribly sexist thing to say. Uh, there are very few girls who have really good taste in music, like really good taste in music, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, so finding one that you get along with musically is that's, a, that's you keep <laughs> that girl. It is true. The, well, I wouldn't say true, but yeah, like but when, I, when you when you're at the club and you see the girl coming up to the DJ booth, she's not asking for anything too esoteric or yeah, yeah, or unusual. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, I try to act like I'm doing something, you know. I, I think I saw one of the pictures on on your Facebook was uh, a T-shirt. I don't know if you had it on, but uh, it said uh, the DJ doesn't care it's your birthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a lot I, of a we hold my purse? <laughs> no, but I there is. Like Cleo's Lounge was so, you know, we're talking downtown. Oh, that was there. There was a list night. of rules for I the DJ. A, yeah. I, I actually printed that out. <laughs> and above the DJ booth, I put a, a no request sign. Actually, Skip made my no request sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, funny. But uh, yeah, I made a list. I was like, we don't care. It's your birthday. We're not going to tell you what we're playing next. You know, no electric slide. Gonna, yeah, we're not yeah. going to DJ your wedding. You know, just all I just made this whole list. I think so I, I think I, I remember seeing something. Well, uh, don't ask the, us to DJ your wedding for less than a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. That, that's that's pretty. That's it, everybody's got their price. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, like some things we can't, you know, <laughs> say no to. Um, you were assigned a task to ask me three questions. This is your chance to ask me the first and only the first of those three questions, please, sir. Okay, let me look at my notes here. That's cool. All right, I put what record could you play a thousand times and not get tired of? I try not to go back and listen to older records over and over again. And I recently had to drive up north, and I found myself doing that. I mean, the the, the, the probably the answer would be Unforgettable Fire by U two. Mm-hmm. They've always been my band. I catch shit about that constantly. 
but the early U2 records to me were interesting. They never made the same record twice up until the early 2000s. They're always making yeah. something different. Mm-hmm. You know, they're bringing different producers. Those first couple records, lyrically, Bono was, he wasn't, didn't have anything written down. Mm-hmm. Like he was just kind of free flowing. Uh, Unforgettable Fire was the one for me. Or, and it's not because you have that share, but What's Going On by Marvin Gaye is, is hands down yeah. one of my favorite soul records yeah. ever. It, it's poignant. You could put it out now and it would be just as important as it was then. Yeah. And the fact that he made it, it was a ballsy fucking move for him to make that record. Yeah. At that point, because everybody wanted to continue doing what he was doing. He said, no, yeah. I'm going to make this, this beautiful piece. Have you heard the new album? I have. And I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. It's it, not what's going on, but it's, it's, it's very, you can tell like it's a lot of different things yeah, and different more, ideas. It's actually, I thought it was going to be a little like more melancholy, like what's yeah. going on. And it's more like an upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds a lot happier than I thought it'd be, but, I, but I enjoy it. There's moments of greatness on it. And there's moments that I went, okay, I don't need to hear this. Yeah. I, I don't think I've listened to it more than twice, yeah. but I need to go back and, and check that out. I, it was, uh, it, how does, how does that happen? How does something wind up on a shelf for that long? You know, I don't know. It, it just makes me sad. Well, yeah. Something else just got put out that that uh, was shelved for a long time. And, they, and I can't remember. Oh, it will come back to me. And there's always there's always seems to be jazz. There was a Coltrane record. And now they say there's a Miles Davis record. Oh, that was it. There was a Miles Davis record coming out. Like yeah. from uh, like 82 or 83, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about Prince's Vault? How do you feel about that? Because I don't, I don't, I, don't, I have the, mixed emotions. Yeah, I'll, you know, there's some songs just like in any of these other, you know, albums. There's some songs that were not finished and not meant. They, the artist didn't want them heard in in their form, and then there's others that are masterpieces. You know, yeah. there's the the original. I'm looking forward to the originals, although I I probably heard them all. The the Prince Vault. There's been on people putting, you know, these unreleased albums out. Yeah, 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 I uh, for years. So we listened to the 2015 remastering of Purple Rain. On, we went down South Florida this weekend, and uh-huh. and quite frankly, I've never heard the the other tracks on it. Uh-huh. And there's some really great stuff on it oh, that, yeah. that I that I've never heard. And then there's some stuff that like, I don't. Know, it's it's a uh, something I think it's called. You got a great ass or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wonderful ass. <laughs> Wonderful ass. That that yeah. was it. Yeah. Let's fuck. I think that was one. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow. I got to see him too. You ever seen Prince? I have not. Oh, and man. I regret it. We, yeah. we, my wife and I were talking about going when he did the piano and a microphone tour. Yeah, I've been and, really cool. And um, and I In fact, last night I I came across a YouTube video where it was someone in the audience recorded the whole thing. Which, you know, I hate those people at a concert, but I'm really glad when I find yeah, those when on it's, YouTube. Yeah, when it's Prince, I'm like, you're an asshole, but... Yeah, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> asshole, whoever you are. Dude, um, we were second to last row in the, uh, whatever that, the hockey arena in Tampa. Uh-huh. My wife got like last minute tickets because she knew I never saw him. And right. she was disappointed. She's like, when he's going to play all his hits? And it's like, yeah. he, there's just too many hits, kid. Yeah. Like, you can't, he can't do it. Yep. You know, and uh, he, um, uh, what's the, that Dick Clark interview where I think Dick Clark asked him how many instruments he plays and he says all of them. Yep. Yeah, that that's the set of balls on him. Yeah. Yeah. He, and when he was 19 or 18 years Yeah, old. He, he wasn't, he, he he wanted to wait until he could produce his own records. Yeah. You know, in 77, 78, which is not one did. Oh, God, I, I, I love me some birds. Purple Rain came out when I was in high school. Yeah. And uh, that, that was another game changer for me. Yeah. You know, I, I'd never heard anything like that. And it was just enough new wavy to be 
like for me, like there's enough keyboards and weirdness and, yeah. and that, that I was like, wow, this resonates. And then, I mean, Purple Rain might be a perfect song. Did I answer your question? Yes. I think I did. What was the question? It was what what record? <laughs> oh, oh it was. You said unforgettable. Fire. Unfor- unforgettable fire, or followed closely by uh, what's going on. I'm going to ask you some questions now. We're going to start light. Um, actually, this is heavy. Uh, what incident happened to you as a child that has affected your behavior ever since? Quick, go. Going <laughs> 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 to private school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It made me. It it made me want to go live in new york and it, that's what i did as soon, as soon as i graduated school i felt sheltered living yeah. in a private school and i you know i'd watch the videos of, of the hip-hop world and stuff in new york city watch break in i was like it looks a lot more interesting than than what was going on around me at the time yeah yeah i uh i went to private school from i, I was dumb and i got left back in fifth grade mm-hmm. I, I technically passed fifth grade but they they my parents left me back so i'm not completely dumb i'm just sort right. of dumb <laughs> um so I did fifth grade two times. I went from fifth grade to ninth grade in a private school uh-huh. because 80s, probably the same reason you probably went to private school is yeah. the, the, the state of public schools in Florida in the 80s and 90s was horrid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my parents cared. <laughs> yeah. um, but by my sophomore year, I was like, please don't make me do this, please. I'm not learning anything. I'm just, I'm just angry. You know, you're, you're just yeah. making me even more of a, of a pain in the ass Please just let me go. I'm not, you're wasting money. I'm not yeah. learning anything. <laughs> and that's what, yeah. when, when we had kids who are my, my children are adults now. Yeah. yeah. 21, 25. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. So, <laughs> you know, my whole thing was like, we just got to live somewhere that has a good school. Yeah. And I said, I don't want to go in private school. One thing, it's too expensive. I can't afford it on a DJ. Yeah. 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 <laughs> salary. But, uh, and number two is. That's a DJ weddings. Get, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to sell my soul. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, <laughs> I'll see. It didn't last. No, it didn't last. I, I, I have nothing angry. but respect for the people that can do it. Cause it, you get a lot of abuse. There's something lost in their eyes. There, there's, there's some, there's some <laughs> sadness <laughs> and I, I didn't want to be that off. guy. I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't. I, it was making me literally sad. Yeah. And people, I mean, I think the last wedding I did was right after I met Didi, my wife. And that, so that was, uh, I met in 96, probably about 98 might've been the last wedding I did. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was making 500 bucks right. for a wedding in 98. And, and it's not like I was, I, you know, I, I didn't have inflatable guitars. I didn't have hula yeah. hoops. I, I was like, I, but I could, I could move a crowd and I had, I could do all the garter and all that garbage. Yeah. Uh, but to make $500, you know, in 1980 something for four or five hours worth of work, doing something you'd gladly do for free. Yeah. If it was fun. Was but even then, like I, I was like, I don't want to go make five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's, yeah. There are times where I like I would rather have you know work as a short order cook at a McDonald's than yeah, and take abuse from your aunt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I one lady ruined it for everybody at a wedding. I wish I could remember her name. She she literally crushed my soul yeah. for a little while, and and I I was like, if I continue doing this, I'm gonna hate music. Yeah, I'm gonna hate people. I'm gonna hate music. So I'd rather just hate. It's tough. People. Yeah, you you can't be. You have to, you know, be more into DJing than music. Yeah. Well, and, what you what you do though? I mean, because you're up there. I mean, you're mixing and you're you're rearranging music. Right. Yeah, and you're also. I mean, if we even mentioned your DJ name, I don't think we have. <laughs> we just said that what it stands for, but it's DJ BMF. Okay, good. You. I mean, you. You're like the last time I saw you spin was uh, downtown at Cheyenne Saloon, right? Right. For the whiskey business for Orlando mm-hmm. Weekly. 
and you're up there with with a horn player and you you're up there making music right which i can't even imagine at, at that level like it's it's uh how do you teach yourself to do that it, teach me sensei <laughs> that's it, it's something you yeah you got to teach yourself you just yeah. have to sit around with turntables and listen to music and i've always appreciated live music yeah so anytime i could incorporate that into what i do I, I was all for it and you have to have the right musicians that get, can just jump in and you know yeah, well, you these, know, these are jazz cats so yeah. they, they can jump in and, and riff on you and you can riff on them yeah. do you play an instrument i don't yeah yeah I, so if I, if I turn this keyboard on you couldn't I, play this i probably could play maybe uh Black Chopsticks. Sabbath, Iron Man. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> I'm not impressed by that. Yeah, that's about it. I'd say anytime I pick up a guitar, it's Iron Man. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's... I, I had a guitar. Smoke on the water. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tried and I just, you know, I would end up. That's what I admire about Dizzle Funk. Uh-huh. Uh, is he he's up there. He's playing too. bass and he, he's, yeah. he's going back and forth and. Oh, that kid he just makes me mad. Yeah. He's cool and he's talented. Question number two for you. Yep. Uh, how come uh, clowns are viewed now as creepy or evil? Oh, that that has been my whole life. I've, I've thought <laughs> are you one of those people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think they were more evil in the seventies than they. Well, John Wayne Gacy, I think, ruined they, ruined them yeah, for for everybody. They, they were they were ruined way before our time. I well, there's something always said that that whole laughing on laughing on uh on the outside but crying on the inside. Yeah, that that thing. Yeah, there, there's there is. I don't think Stephen King was the first person to notice that. Right. Have you seen the Ed films? Yes. The new ones. Yes. That they're generally terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to think if I've ever had you know a, a positive experience with a clown, and I, unfortunately, I can't think of too many. Um, as a kid, we had them at you know at birthday parties and stuff, but they would usually kids would run. Uh, question number three for you: uh, What do you do daily? now that you would have to explain to yourself 10 years ago? Hmm. That's a good one. I, I don't know. Apart from taking ibuprofen, I don't know. <laughs> Are you taking blood thinners? <laughs> nur- 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 nursing my back for, from carrying records for years. Oh, I, I forgot I, about I, that. You need a good dolly. You have a good dolly? <laughs> I, I have a good dolly. Okay. How many records do you take to a gig? Um. Well, the, the 45s kids call them make gigs? it e- easy. Oh, yeah, I, guess, I, I, guess, yeah. I still call them gigs. I don't know yeah. if, if kids do. Dance but, parties. Uh, yeah, forty fives are cool because I can bring three hundred in one case. Oh, that's nice. You know, still heavy though. It's still heavy. Yeah, people don't understand no... how heavy records are until you start lugging a couple yeah. cases of them until at four you, o'clock in the morning. Until you move ten thousand records I've done from it. one house to another, and then and you're then... worried about like stopping the car for more than five minutes with yeah. the air off in South Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a uh, that's when when you get in that it's like do you have your records insured? I don't. You should. Okay. What if there's a fire? Imagine the, well, I, 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 I have renter's insurance. So I, 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 I was, so I yeah, but there's no going back on that one. <laughs> What's your most expensive record? You think? I don't know. I have a cool record. Uh, you know, I have a, you know, couple worth a couple hundred, yeah. I guess. Um, there's one, disco soccer, which is like a, it's an African, disco record, that is, soccer theme. <laughs> That sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's a funky 70s record that it's something that, and it actually came through the store. Oh. And I was like, I think I want that from <laughs> Do you play so, it? So, um, no, I haven't brought it out yet. I've, I'm waiting for the right, the right African disco, disco soccer. party. <laughs> yeah. Um, I noticed, and I don't know if you actually played this, you had a copy of uh, Rap and Rodney. Yep. And yeah. I'll, I'll play that. I, um, <laughs> but, 
Boogie Get no and, respect. <laughs> I need a 45 of Rap and Rodney. I have 45 of Boogie in your butt and the 12 inch. There you go. Which is, which yeah, we'll Eddie sometimes. Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy rap. Yeah. Which is a great production, too. It's, it's, a, a, it's a better song it's than a, Party all, your t- all the Time. Yeah. yeah. You can put a little me in your butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Rap and Rodney. I, I think there's a lot that's better than rapping Rodney. Um, where was I going? I can edit this. Uh, I have a, a Mel Brooks. It's good to be the king rap. Oh, that was good. I remember, I think I had that. Do you have do <laughs> do, you have do do the Bart man? No, I don't. Oh, that's uh, terrible. That's a, that's a terrible, terrible. Yeah. That was. Uh, I think I saw that. That might actually be a seven inch, but it was expensive. Yeah, I, I had I had do the Bart man for like bar mitzvahs and stuff. Okay, I was at that. See, be glad you don't have to play do the Bart man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not good. It, it has the girl who does Bart. She raps. Oh. <laughs> bad. It's worse than Cha Cha Slide. That I don't know. What is Cha Cha Slide? Uh, it's just it's the one where they they say stomp. Oh, stomp I know that. I, I, yeah, thank God. That's that's after I yeah. I yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't. I electric slide is pretty much where I I drew the line on line dancing. Yeah. To me, that destroys everything that's good about dancing. Yeah. So I, I would go okay. I'm gonna play electric slide. I'm gonna play it one time. Yep. If you come up and you only get here halfway through. Yeah. I'm not playing it again. Don't ask me to play it again. I'll make fun of you if you ask me to play it again. I'm starting it now in five, four. Make yourself, <laughs> make your way to the dance floor if you want to hear the electric slide now because no more boogie, oogie, oogie after this. Yep. And then I'd start it. And sometimes I'd just play, like I'd hit it on 45 or I'd slow it down and yeah. watch everybody slow down or fast because yep. you can do that as a DJ. I, I had a bad attitude near the end. <laughs> I shouldn't have been spinning. Um, your second question for me, please. Oh, I need my notes again. So what's your opinion on downtown Orlando in 2019? <sighs> I'm sure if I was 21, I would think it was great. Um, I mean, it, it's all relative. It's all like what, how you see it, how you perceive it. I'm a 51 year old man. I don't need to be going yeah. downtown. <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm uh, trying to think of the, I went to a concert. I gave away Pete Yorn tickets a while ago uh-huh. through a modern music movement. Uh, and uh, I had an extra one, and I don't know anything about Pete Yorn. I know I didn't like his music when it came out. Right. So uh, I was like, I think I'll go check out Pete Yorn. My wife didn't want to go, so I went downtown. And that's, I think that's the last time I went downtown. Yeah. And Pete Yorn wasn't terrible. I don't own a Pete Yorn record. Yeah. I can. I, I listened to some podcasts with him because I actually there was a chance for me to interview him, and it fell out, fell through. But uh, he, he seems like his heart's in the right place, and he, he was good live and shows at the social are always great. Yeah. What's, what's going on with the Firestone? It looked like it's completely being gutted. Yeah. That's it. It looked, it was a project that, you know, a few people trying to do something different in this town were behind and all the people that were involved that were cool seemed to have dropped off. Is it not a club anymore? I, there's nothing going on in, in Firestone. I think in in the back, I think they're going to rebuild it. I think it's the same owner that's owned it since the beginning. One of the, you know, one of the original owners, uh, Jan, that owns it. And uh, um, you ever spin at the Edge? You remember I, the Edge? Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, the I, Edge. I spun at the Edge. I saw the Beastie Boys in there. Uh, did I go to the show? It's a Beastie uh, Boys yeah. and Funsnickens, I think. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, I did go to that show. Yeah, I was there. I, I remember. Beastie I saw Boy. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw Cypress Hill there and Diggable Planets. They were. They used to do some cool shows. I saw um, a Soul Coughing there with They Might Be Giants. Uh, I saw Peter Murphy there. I, mean, I saw I saw Seven Seconds there. I saw Minna Oil there. I saw Porno for Pyros there. That, that was a great venue. Yeah. That was a great time for Orlando. Down, see, but it's also relative. Like it's all your yeah. your question is, what do you think? I was in my mid 
the late 20s. I was single. Yeah. I, I would get into everything for free because I worked for Kinko's. I would never have to pay for drinks. I, it, and I and I could always just, if I got too drunk, I'd just go sleep at Kinko's in the back room. Okay. So, it, so you were at, living the life. At that time, like it, it was it was glorious. Like I, it, yeah. it, at that time, I remember thinking we had the best clubs. We had, we had definite cool music. I'd go to Firestone. At, at, I'd get there at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. definitely less, and I, I heard your your podcast with Michael. Yeah, there's less touring bands coming yeah. through Orlando now than there were, which is sad. Yeah, yeah, because in the nineties, well, we Michael and I talked. Chemical Brothers used to come through town. Somehow, yeah. I never got to see them. Portis, Portis Head played yep. the Firestone. Yeah, yeah. I missed that. I w- that was something that we co-sponsored. The Fat and Jazzy guys. Yeah, found that must have been great. Figurehead. I think I had one of their posters, and I sold it for like a hundred bucks for that show. That was the. I, I think I the that. best, the Firestone, they brought their own sound system. Yeah. So that's the best I've ever heard the Firestone sound was yeah. for Portishead, which you have to have great sound when you're, you know, such a low key. What's that guy? Is Andy Smith? Yeah. Is that their DJ? Andy Smith was a DJ. And yeah. He, I've, I've got to play with him a couple times. That's cool. And He's got to be old. Burrow. How old is that dude? His 50s. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's not that old. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my 50s. <laughs> I mean, there's He's some, young. Yeah. I mean, DJing's not a old, you know, the oldest. Well, there's maybe Giorgio Moroder and people I don't know like who that, that is. Who's that? The guy produced um, Donna Summer. Okay. Like some of the disco guys. Are oh, yeah, in yeah. 70s. Frankie Knuckles. How old's but that guy? He's got to be in his he, 60s, well, right? He passed away. Oh, I didn't know. So he's not his... old at all. <laughs> Good. Yeah. But uh, he's he's probably in his 60s. Would have yeah. been in his 60s. Yeah. Around uh, Prince's age, probably. But um, yeah, it's not a you know that old of a art form. Yeah, that, that Prince so, thing crushed me, man. Yeah. That was... that was. I'm, and then today is uh, Michael Jackson's 10 exactly 10 years since he passed that's crazy you like soul like yeah Yeah. see i like off the wall yeah i was never like thriller came out when i was in high school and i was never into it and the girl i dated was obsessed with it yeah uh i i'd never really but off the wall off the wall yeah that i mean i was that's a funky ass record yeah i used to that was one record that's another one i could put on from listen to beginning to end except for she's out of my life yeah that's you want a couple skate that's sad it's a slow song sad yeah. Um, you ever DJ in a skating rink? No, I didn't. I'd love to. I, I wish did that. We, I w- <laughs> I'd like to do one that where, where a lot of Debbie Deb. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that music has I didn't like growing up, and yeah. of course my wife is um, from Queens and Puerto Rican, so she's turned me on to a lot of freestyle music, and it that kind of music has like grown on me over the years. Now I'm a, I love I've, freestyle. Yeah, it's easy to mix. It's fun. The production's really cool. There's long, yeah. big breaks that you could just drop the needle and yeah, just yeah, let it's it perfect flow. Perfect DJ music. It's yeah, perfect, you know, upbeat party music. I met Stevie B a couple of times. That was oh, fun. That's cool. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. For for some, if you like freestyle music, that's George Lamont. He's the Bob with, Marley of freestyle. You know George Lamont. Uh, George. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, George Lamont is not list. George Lamont. I'm talking about DJ Laz. Okay. You yeah, know yeah, DJ Laz. Yeah, I he flirted him. with my girlfriends once, and I stepped up uh, and he stepped away. Okay. I don't think he was very afraid of me. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, he, so I got that going for me. I'm just trying nice. to impress you. Okay. Uh, um, you asked me my question. Hey, uh, this is the part where we play some music. If you'd like to have some music played, on email me at scottsagoodconversation at gmail dot com and send me some tracks, and I will get it to you. This is one of your songs. We're gonna play one nice. of your songs. Okay. Cool. All right. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> Thank you. 
I've been talking about red light, red light on scotch and good conversation since the beginning of the podcast. Why? Because it's where I go when I want craft beer. They've been around since 2005. They're local. They're owned by local people who live in Orlando. And they make some of the tastiest beers I've ever had. Award-winning beers. Beers brewed here in Orlando. Plus 300 plus bottles and cans of other beers. Any kind of style you can imagine, it's there, it's delicious, it's in a cool vibe with friendly professional bartenders. Check them out today. They are in the Audubon Park Garden District at 2801 Kareen Drive. Odds are you'll see me sit at the bar drinking a beer, tap me on the shoulder, I might even buy you one. Red light, red light, tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. We're back. Everybody pee-peed. I peed in the backyard. That's <laughs> so what I did. We only have one bathroom here at Rosie Land. Okay. So uh, I washed my hands. So <laughs> I, pool. It's just what I do. No, we don't have a pool. We're not fancy. <laughs> what, don't look like a fancy person. <laughs> You've been to my home. There's no pool here. Uh, this part of the podcast is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey and Your Button Guy. Compass Box Whiskey makes whiskey and Your Button Guy makes buttons. Uh, you can get Compass Bach whiskey almost anywhere that, that sells uh, decent liquor. And, and if you see it, get it. It's amazing. And if you need buttons for your band or your podcast or your, your DJ business, your button guy, there's only one way to get a hold of him. He's on Instagram. He's inexpensive. He's totally professional. He makes buttons. And now he makes magnets, too. Your button guy and Compass Box whiskey use both of them. Question number four for you. Uh, what do you do for your own enjoyment, even though it eats up some of your cool points? You have cool points. <laughs> you're a DJ. You have the most cool points. That's like the coolest yeah. job. Um, but something just for you. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't. Your kids think you're cool? They think I'm cool. Um, you know, my my daughter makes fun of me watching Game of Thrones. And Is that, is that any good? We just got HBO. Yeah, Should I watch that? I, you know, she's, you know, a nonconformist. So I'm, you know, okay. she's like, I'm selling out by watching this commercial TV show. You're not watching it. You didn't watch it live, so you you know um, it, it ends poorly. Apparently. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I watched it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I, I, I wasn't. You know. Oh, really? You weren't obsessed. You weren't. Yeah, uh, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't that invested to where I was upset, but it it didn't end, you know, like perfectly. But I don't know how many shows do Breaking Bad. I like the Breaking the Bad ended, ended perfectly. Yeah, that um, was that was satisfying. But uh. You know, Sopranos. I don't know. It didn't end perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I never watched Sopranos, but I know how it ends. Yeah, got, they got weird and artistic at the end. Like, look, we got the last episode. Let's totally change how I, we. I do kind of like the idea of making. sticking it to everybody. <laughs> like, I do, I do kind of like that's how. I, that's how I'm going to end this yeah. podcast. Yeah. You know, and this all may be a lie. You know, that all. <laughs> and I, I, that's how we tell people. I don't. I don't. Again, I, I, I said to you earlier. It's like I don't care if you're telling the truth. Just be interesting and yeah. lie if you want to. Yeah. You know, I wrote The Godfather. You're kidding. <laughs> that's course. No, I'm you, not. You do need to see I'm, that. I well, not. It's one of the main things I'm not good at. But I'm, I'm not. You know, you don't have liar. a poker face. I don't have a poker face, and I can make myself cry on command and make my wife sad. 
Like if I really That's, want something, except yeah. sex, that doesn't work for her. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I can make myself cry if I really think about it. Yeah. It takes me... Uh, if I get about a minute, I can I can work up tears. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's that's fun. <laughs> that's that's a good. I wasn't I was in drama in high school. So what do you, what do you, you said a Game of, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Your wife think you're cool. Yeah, she thinks I'm cool most I th- of the time. I, I went on her Facebook page because you don't share a lot of things on Facebook that aren't music related. Yeah. So I was stalking your wife a little bit in okay. a nice way, just okay. trying to find some stuff on you. Okay. And she seems pretty cool. She's yeah, proud she's of you. Cool. Yeah, and she's she's artistic. She has she does things with you know, clothes and, and sewing that I, you know, I'm you, amazed by. She's, I, I think she's way more talented than I am. Are I, you kidding? To me, I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's very talented, but you're, you, you, I think you're both creative people so yeah. from what I've gathered by sneaking around your pot on your Facebooks. Yeah. That's so creepy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not creepy. It's a little, creepy. I guess my, wait, I'm over myself. Yeah. I mean, I've, 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 heard, <laughs> I've heard myself DJ for 30 years. I mean, I've, you know, I'm lucky. I, I'm, most of the time I'm, I'm happy with what I play and, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I feel good. And, and, you know, we had a, a Prince tribute a couple of weeks ago and I've, yeah. you know, I was feeling really good about it. And I was like, you know, I'm on top of the world. And next day I'm DJing. People are like, you just played Cardi B. Why are you playing, trying to, <laughs> I, hate so I was you like, so okay, much. back, back to the reality. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you, 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 that's what you do though. Yeah, it's like your yeah. job, right? That's yeah, really is. cool. Not, not a lot of people get to do what they love to do for, for a living. And I don't, yeah. but I also, I gather that you don't take that for granted. No, I don't. Yeah. And, that, and know, it's a business I, and you, yeah, you, I, you, I, like I said, I did look around, you approach it, you know, you get ready. It takes a while. You pick out sets, you practice, yeah. you, you know, you don't, and what you don't have to do in, in 2019, you can just bring a thumb drive to a DJ game. Absolutely. And, and I, I feel like, you know, I, you know, it's like someone that, paints with a paintbrush instead of doing it on the computer. It's not, one's not, you know, any, the, the end result might not be any. What's a techniques 1200 way? It weighs like 13 pounds. Yeah. It's, it's about, yeah. Yeah. Between, and, and you get two of them and it, 10, you, you see my, and, I had a coffin, so mine two were in a case and yeah. I had, I had a, the mixing board in the middle. Uh huh. So, you know, in the coffin, in one coffin. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you that's got, really heavy. Yeah. Unless uh, you had that, wheels on it. Well, no, I didn't have wheels. No wheel, wheels hadn't been invented when I was DJing. <laughs> you got, you got to find, <laughs> find someone to give you a hand. Well, I, I had a really good dolly. That's what I was saying. Invest in okay. a really good dolly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, question number five for you. I like this one. I found this one this morning while I was drinking iced tea. Uh, a future uh, civilization is using driver's licenses as trading cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes your driver's license rare and collectible? Isn't that the dumbest question? <laughs> Either the most genius or the dumbest question. Yeah, I know. I love that. I, I ride that, that line between being genius yeah. and completely stupid. Um, I don't know. My my anger, like if, if you... <laughs> <laughs> my default face is is angry yeah so i look like real you know really I, pissed in in all my driver's license picture you have a passport picture, so um i know i haven't renewed my passport yeah my i my passport i i, I look like a terrorist which yeah. i know is gonna get because first yeah. of all i'm gonna look evil because because <laughs> i I'm, yeah. I'm i'm bald-headed like i look like a skinhead and uh <laughs> um i i I somehow I, I got it in my head that I needed to look like I, I've just spent 19 hours in an airplane or they uh-huh. wouldn't recognize me. And, <laughs> and, and so I look, she's like, you look terrible. In this. You want me to do it again? I was like, no, yeah. it's kind of funny. Yeah. And now I kind of wish I didn't. Cause uh, I, I think two of the three times that we've been overseas since I got my, my passport renewed, uh, they've spent extra time with oh, me. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got to think about, I got to look 
a lot more pleasant when I redo my passport. <laughs> what do you got how going can on? You, how can you look in, you know, be sitting in one of those offices for hours and... and no, I, I just got pulled extra. I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't have to spend, I didn't get like strip search or anything, no body cavity search, but just that extra, like my wife's already got her sneakers on and stuff and I'm still over there. Like I'm going through my backpack and stuff like that. Um, question number six is an email. Emails are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. They're about Orlando. They're about art. They're about music. They're about the social things in Orlando. They're about the cool people. They're about beer. They're about wine. They're 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 like a. Have you been over the Nook? It's yeah, really yeah, cool. It's cool, it's, cool it's like it's like a little uh, like art experiment. And any given time, they're doing something really cool. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. That's the best way to to find out what's going on over there. And go in, check them out. I think they're open seven days. I probably should know, but uh, I know I go hang out there. Uh, they're doing this thing on Saturday mornings. They open like at. 10 you can drink at 10 which is pretty glorious uh and they have coffee also like if you don't want to have a beer at 10 but there's uh i was in there two weeks ago and there was a guy playing a sitar at 10 o'clock in the morning and i had a beer nice. on a saturday morning and that's kind of place the nook is they are in the milk district they're located at 2432 east robinson street tell them you heard about them on scotch a good conversation you want to email me email me over at scotch good conversation at gmail.com if it doesn't suck i'll probably uh, read it this uh is titled uh, would you press the red button i'm not good at reading reading words of the enemy so i'll probably screw this up okay. it says uh hey you two and it says peter please adjust this if there were more than two guests uh more than one guest so okay hey you two love the podcast uh really feels like the com- kind of conversation my friends and i have uh i guess that's the idea so keep up the good work and it says hi rosie doesn't say that my sweet dog is looking at me like an idiot <laughs> beautiful girl uh it says uh god admit i didn't write this but it seemed like it belonged on the show it says on march 7th 1986 a twilight zone episode aired with the segment titled big button in which a financially strapped couple was given by a mysterious visitor a box with a red button on top so far i'm really nailing this i haven't messed up very much yet pretty proud of myself uh, if the red button is pressed, two things will happen. Number one, the couple will receive $200, $200,000 cash. Number two, someone whom the couple does not know will die. In this episode, the woman decides to end her financial problems by pressing the button. And as promised, she and her husband receive $200,000 cash. If this scenario was presented to you, would you press the button knowing that a total stranger to you would die as a result? And then it says, uh, there is no way I would do it, not even for $200 million. Maybe I would. <laughs> it's just right back into it. <laughs> Maybe I would if it meant saving someone I know's uh, life. And it says, uh, hope you like my question. My girlfriend and I talked about this for 20 minutes. Can't wait to hear what you guys come up with. Like I said before, love the show. And it's signed Tyson. Thanks, Tyson. Uh, that is a good question. Uh, makes me question the, the uh, March uh, 1986. But I think. Yeah. They, they... Well, you know, what's weird is my birthday is March 8th. OK. Well, so it's, it's I, that kind of Twilight Zone. The, the... I, I think they redid the Twilight Zone in the 80s, didn't they? I could be wrong, but I'm the not... movie came out in the 80s. Yeah. The one where they uh, the they, little kids got their head cut off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, we're just we're going to go. <laughs> I'm assuming Tyson knows something. I don't know. So you're get, you're delivered a box. And uh, it, it, two things. I think they made a movie in, about this recently too. Yeah, it wasn't with very good. The Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Thing. She's she's easy in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and two hundred thousand doesn't seem like a lot of money. <laughs> I, <laughs> but I take I it. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually, and maybe maybe going to a prep school. Yeah. 
put makes me feel this way, but I, I've always felt like money is not as important as yeah as people and 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 the good thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, so I, I would be guilt ridden. Yeah. If I did that, I would be like, I it would have been someone that didn't deserve it. Yeah, probably. So, and so it not, might be you know I'm, I'm Jewish too, so like it might be the Jewish guilt thing too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. And, that, 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 and, well, it's, I'm. My family's Catholic and Jewish, so that's... Well, that's confused. That's There's double, a lot of guilt there. It's, yeah. There's a bowl of, it's just, ocean, of oceans guilt. of guilt. guilt. So <laughs> I, I would uh, I would feel so guilty I, I, that something happened to the wrong person because of me. Then I'd be like, screw it. Obviously, money isn't my uh, most important thing in my life. Otherwise, I'd be DJing EDM and pointing it, <laughs> have a big mouse head on my... Conventions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the mouse head, guys? Uh, it got kind of ridiculous when, when, when the Colonel Sanders thing happened. Oh, that just happened, year. didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like, okay, you know, that's, you know, Dead Mouse, okay. Well, first is Daft Punk. Yeah. And it was cool. Yeah. Dead Mouse, uh, not quite as cool, but no. okay. Then the dude comes with the marshmallow head and I was like, okay, I'm, I, I can't even I, I did. I don't, I, a, not, not, a, not, not artist. a clue. Yeah. I, I, and, um, yeah, it's, and I'm pretty sure his name's Marshmallow. But uh, that's stupid. Um, yeah, and then KFC decides to sponsor a DJ at a rave and uh, puts the Colonel Sanders head on. So I was like, okay. So if that's where it was going, it was kind of like a if, like, if, if they're going to give you, let's say they give you five hundred thousand dollars, and they uh-huh. say, Greg, no one's going to know it's you. Yeah. You put on a Colonel Sanders mask. No one's going to know. That. Sure, I'd do. <laughs> and I would be like, okay, this was a... That's the right answer, that, by the my way. My whole DJ yeah. career was an yeah, experiment. That, that, that is the right answer, you know? You know. Just hope no one figures it out. And, yeah. Yeah. And if if they do, it's, you know, it's like a Andy Kaufman thing. I, yeah. It was a, you know, experiment. <laughs> That's the right answer. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't feel bad about the that at all. I've I've had the opportunity to, to kind of sell out and be that, that DJ too. And I've, I've went with... I'd rather just... Play music I like and sleep make, better at night. Make a fair living and yeah, sleep okay. I, I when I used to do mobile gigs, I would have stomach pains at night. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I hated that song so much. <laughs> no one else is thinking about it. Like, oh, why did I play that song? It was horrible. <laughs> Couldn't sleep at night. I, Made so. people dance though. Yeah, yeah, you know. You I don't know. know. They, you know, I remember when Gangnam Style. Oh yeah, was, was a thing, and yeah. I did a Christmas party for a corporate Christmas party, and that's all they wanted to hear. Like. 20 times. Yeah. Like anything else I played, you know, would clear the dance floor. I played uh, Friends in Little Places twice the second time for $100 once. <laughs> Lady whipped out, gave me 100 bucks to play Friends yeah. in Little Places that second time. Uh, and I have a rule. I mean, it, it, I don't play things twice, but yeah. for $100, I can be bought. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was, I was a, like a, a fourth of what I was making for the evening. So, right. uh, yeah. 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 I, I get it. I, she wanted to do it again, I think. I was like, yeah. mm. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's easy. It's uh, great how you can make money, you know, just by not wanting to do something, <laughs> you know, because you have nothing to lose. Like, you know, uh, did you ask your third question to me? Um, no, I didn't. Uh, while you're, um, while you're looking that up, uh, this section is sponsored by the Romano law firm. Uh, Gerald Romano has been practicing law, uh, since, uh, well, he went to law school right after high school because I was in high school with the gentleman and he's been practicing, practicing law for the last 25 plus years. He loves the law. He loves people. He loves taking care of people. He's the man that I would absolutely... Rosie. Hey. He's the man that I would absolutely want in my corner. The Romano Law Firm.com. Your third question to me, please. 
Um, which artist would you resurrect from the dead to see in concert? Probably Prince again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. I would too. Yeah, probably. I, Prince. I have said, you yeah. know, I thought I would be able to see him in my lifetime. I, I really regret. Yeah. Never, never seeing him. That live. sucks. Well, it was just not expected. Hey, you're being a dick. It was no one. I don't think anybody expected. No, it. and yeah. if you listen to the uh, the concert, it's the Atlanta concert. Yeah. Which was, you know, pretty soon before he passed away. Yeah. yeah. He sounds amazing. Yeah. And it's just him on a piano. It's, yeah. The the video isn't great, but the audio is is great on this. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll check it out. It's on YouTube, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check it out because uh, I guess we we listened to um, Purple Rain and uh, what's the double record that came out in the 80s? Sign of the Times. Sign of the Times. We listened to Purple yeah. Rain and Sign of the Times on the way back from Jupiter, and those are those are two perfect records. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1999 before that. We listened to that record. actually, part of that too, because I've had... Uh, uh, if you didn't come to the party, don't bother knocking on my door. It's stuck in my head. Here is a commercial. You hear me talk about Orlando Meats every single week, and you hear me tell you how great they are. Here's what you do. Go over to their Facebook page. Go to the review section. I'll just read a couple for you. Always delicious food. Staff is always friendly and knowledgeable. Highly recommended local spot. Here's another one. Top of the line. Talk with the butcher. Discover unique offerings. I'll read one more. Some of the best food in all of Orlando prepared by skilled people who care. It's not just me. It's Orlando talking. Orlando Meats is a butcher shop. They're a restaurant. They have lunch. They have breakfast. They have even expanded hours. They're doing dinner. Local beer. Local wine. Amazing people. Check it out for yourself. They're located at 728 Virginia Drive. Go in there today. You're going to be glad you did. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And we're back. Question number seven for you. Uh, have you been involved in the pay it forward situation? What happened and how did you? Uh, how did your outlook on humanity change? I have not been involved apart from... In, in the DJ world. Oh, this is pay it forwards of DJs. <laughs> yeah, you give the other DJs gigs. Oh, know? I guess there's that's nice. Yeah, um, they'd never do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I well with weddings and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I, you can have happy, those. Yeah. You know, okay, glad, get, get my my only regret is not, you know, taking a, a percentage of yeah, yeah. what they make. Um I had a manager for a little while. They that they they made up yeah. lucratively. They, yeah. they they did okay. Um you know I just I, I try to live my life by just being a good person. And, I sense and, that about you. And trying yeah. to do the right thing and and you know I I, I can't keep track of paying it forward. Of, of what, <laughs> what I've done, but people seem to to you know my my old friends seem to think I'm a good person, and I uh, you know I try to surround myself with people that have similar values as far as. Just being good people and not. You know what my least favorite pay it forward is? What's that? It's uh, if you're in line like at Dunkin' Donuts, getting a nice huh? tea, and someone pays for your thing, right? Because I get I I don't buy anything at Dunkin' Donuts besides an iced tea. It's one dollar and seventy four cents. Yeah. Um, I someone pays for that, and I wind up buying like a dozen donuts and three coffees yeah. and a latte and a, a chicken sandwich and stuff yeah. like that. I hate the I. 
I, I've ended the, the I'm not going to pay the, that. Yeah, no, I've done I, that. I've is that in, bad karma? I think that might be bad karma. Maybe, but I've done yeah. that too as yeah. well because okay, I, I'm always thinking like the next person's going to take advantage. It has to end here. <laughs> Wasn't there one where they, it went all day and yeah. then the last person was like, hey, <laughs> after 12 hours, someone was like, forget it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, you know, if that's your biggest way of spreading uh, love and good cheer among Men who's paying for yeah. somebody in the Dunkin' Donuts slash Starbucks line. Yeah, yeah. You Go, you need to that, volunteer. Do some volunteering. Yeah, bring that money to <laughs> to a homeless person. Not, you know. uh, question number eight for you. Uh, who do you know that I don't know who should come on the podcast? Hmm. I don't know. I, I know a lot of musicians. Yeah. Um. Have, have you talked to Swamberger? No, I, I haven't. Okay. You think you'd do this? He He's frightens a good me a little bit. What about bit. Andrew Spear? Have you had Andrew on? No, I, I actually booked Andrew Spear and he uh, he got busy. He seems okay. like a, I, I know he's got a Boston accent. I was looking forward yeah. to hearing that. And he's, those, I know he's full of stories and I think musically yeah. we'd get along. And those two, you know, I, I have a lot of friends. I'm, I'm the, the, and, and in my married life too, I'm the quiet one. Yeah. And uh, I have a lot of loud, you know, crazy friends and that's the way I like it. I, you yeah. know, I like listening to them and, well, mention it Jeff. to them. To see if they'd be in this. Yeah. I almost cleaned Swamberger's house. I did clean Swamberger's house once. I used to have a cleaning company. Uh-huh. And when he lived in that big place downtown with all the musicians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's his wife or his girlfriend. Uh, she hired me to clean a section of the house under the pretense that it was going to be so clean that maybe everybody else would get on board and the house okay. would be clean. And apparently I didn't do a good job because yeah. they never had me back. But do they still live or, in that big giant commune? He, he does not. But I, I, I think there are some that do. Yeah, it was, it was kind the, of a cool old house. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think want, the house is still there, and I think there's. I, think I didn't want to clean it. It was kind of musician's house. Yeah, yeah. This was two thousand. Yeah, most of the time, I have my musician friends over to to our house instead of. But <laughs> <laughs> my single, especially my single. Where where friends. can the kids find your music? There's a website. There's a Facebook. There's what, what's um, going on? Yeah, my, um, you know, I don't have a lot of. Uh, my production's out there, but I have uh, a lot of music on Mixcloud. Yeah, yeah. Um, under DJ BMF. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, and I just it's it's just mixes and all kinds of stuff. I try to put my mixes up there where it's you know not stuff you hear every day. Stuff I used to play at Fat and Jazzy, so you know '90s stuff or you know Northern Soul music, you know uh, disco, whatever I'm kind of feeling at the time. I'll I'll make a mix of them. And you have a, a Spotify mix, mm-hmm. a, a, like a playlist. Yeah. I yeah. love that playlist. The satin jazzy one. Yeah, I think so, man. I okay. cause first of all, I don't think I've ever reached the end Uh-huh. and, and there's stuff that I've never heard of. And, and uh loop pack, I think that was on there. Yeah. And yeah. that's a Mad Lib thing, but it Is was, it? it was the group he was in. Yeah. I really liked it. Like yeah. it's, I, I, uh, I've, I probably that's probably probably the most uh, played thing on my Spotify right now. Okay, like I'll thank you for making. That. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I, and I have I have to stop myself because I you know I was doing playlists for. I did some for like hard rock and I did 20 hours of music. (laughs) So like for me to throw like a couple hours is like nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I'm like, I got to stop myself. Otherwise this will be a 20 hour. (laughs) I've never Um, reached the end. Like I, I, and I've, I've, I put it on when I'm cleaning. I put it on when I'm working. I'll put on when I'm editing in here. I, I drive around with it and, uh, there, there's so much stuff that I know and so much stuff that, that I don't know. And I, I love that about music. The one I say this all the time on the podcast. One of the saddest things to me about art and music is somewhere out there is my favorite song and I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. And that, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Like, and you probably don't have this problem. The older I get, the the further I've stepped away from music. And it's, I mean, you're in my, this room and there's music everywhere. Right. But I, I, I find myself day, where I'll, 
up until recently days would go by and I hadn't listened to music. And then I was like, I got to get back into this. And yeah. uh, cause I was podcasting, I'm editing all the time yeah. and I'm listening to other podcasts And the last year and a half or so. I, I said, just, I'm not going to really listen to any other podcasts. I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going right. to be back in the music boy. So thank yeah, you. You're welcome. And yeah. I, I do the, the Spotify list because I, they, when they do it, they try to suggest things, which yeah. is, is great, but they don't always, you know, I I feel like it's, you know, it's basically an algorithm. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I, I try to do it more personally. Like, oh, I used to mix these songs together. I used to, and it and it's not just one sound too. So yeah, it's a, on Spotify. If you look up that. I'll put the, I'll put a link jazzy. in the show notes. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll put a link to it for sure. And I'm going to keep adding to that. Cool. Thank well. you. Yeah, because uh, I know I posted it in my Facebook group, uh, Scotch and Good Conversationalist, and I'll put a link in the show notes and I'll, I'll link all your stuff. Thank you so much. You have a good time. Yeah. Was this all right? Yeah. Good. It was, yeah. it was fun. I'm sorry. But she'll go nuts again when we, when uh, we, uh, we end funny. this thing. I'm a dog person, so it's not. Uh, there'll be links in the show notes to uh, BMF. Want to thank my buddy. Uh, she she knows how the, where this ends. She hears the word <laughs> buddy, and she knows. Uh, CJ Mask. He wrote the whole thing. Famous Scotch. A good conversation. If you need something for your podcast, and he produces, and he uh, plays like every instrument in the world. Get at me. I'll get you in contact with him. Patreon. Go take a look if, if you don't mind. Uh, Patreon.com uh, slash gotcha good conversation. You slide me a buck or two a month. It's going to go right back to the podcast and you get stuff back for it. It's kind of cool. Dinner, good conversation. Check that out. Brand new podcast with my wife. If you like this, you'll probably like that. It's interesting. Only we eat food on mic. It's probably a bad idea, but people seem to like it. Uh, thank you again. If there's somebody in your life who, uh, who you like, tell them that because sometimes you might not get a chance. Take care of each other. Hug each other. Love each other. Whoop. Uh, ride bikes. Hydrate. Wear sunblock. Remember to breathe. All right. Peace. Bye-bye.